Jake, would you ever want to be a hearse driver? Uh, you know, I thought about it when we were not professionally, but when we uh, took the limo across the country, we looked into a hearse. Really? Yeah, I thought that'd be funny. <laughs> Just like have a have a bed back there or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we're like, I don't know. I, like, if you're gonna go big car, limos a lot more fun. Yeah, it's got a better reputation than the hearse. People are more excited to honk for a limo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't like sell out your hood to a sponsor on a hearse. That feels wrong. <laughs> like, is this guy branding his funeral? <laughs> I just, every time I see a hearse and like, I'm like, somebody has to drive that thing. And just on the off chance, what if there's just one time you hear a little, just a little, just, just a, you take a bump a little too hard. You see it kind of fly up and you're like, that was, that was just because of the bump, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hear like a knock or like a, huh. That wasn't that I'm hearing things. You know how like when you're home alone, sometimes you hear things. The house. One of my phony phrases when we did that segment was, yeah, it's not house ain't creaky in the daytime yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it would be like that. Like I would need limos creek quieter than hearses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody better call shotgun if I'm driving the hearse. <laughs> well, no, hold on. That's like, <laughs> I meant like someone needs to be with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, yeah, that's all we need. Uh, uh-oh, ooh, I, ooh, I think this tight beat means that it's going down with some random thoughts and white meat too. Midwest best friends eating fast food on repeat. So come along, let's have some fun and go ahead. Get on your feet because it's the Ghost Runners Podcast. It's like having a, having a co-pilot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, like it, it just helps. Yeah. Um, happy Monday, ghosties. Uh, welcome to the best uh, podcast. Chiefs are still Super Bowl champs, if, in case anybody forgot. Chiefs are Super Bowl champs. Um, Kansas City is still a great place to live uh, if you want to move here. Yeah, Kansas side. Kansas side. Kansas side, Kansas side. Uh, and I'm addicted to Instagram Live. <laughs> Tommy, do you know about this new feature that Instagram just came Instagram's out with? Instagram's doing this crazy thing, dude. They just now started let, letting people live stream. So you can do this thing where... <laughs> explain live streaming. So live streaming. So yeah, yeah. streaming is like on the internet. It's actually... I try to explain it to my kids sometimes. Tommy, hand down. He'll answer questions when it's over It's with. really hard <laughs> to explain questions. the internet to your children, first of all. <laughs> like, Because Bo's like, where... How do you... You can play the same story that mom can play on her phone, but you have it on your phone. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, it's on the internet. What's the internet? I don't know, man. It's just, it's something Worldwide cool. spiderweb. Spiderweb. Charlotte's Think about, web. Yeah. So anyway, Timon, there's this thing where you just put your, it's like a, you can do it on the front of your camera or you can make it to where you're showing what's on the back of your camera. Your and, camera or your phone? What? Dude, that's the thing. Phones have cameras these days. It's a camera phone. It's a oh, camera okay, phone. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. camera phone. Questions sorry, at yeah. the end. Questions at the end. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. And raise your hand next time. Right? <laughs> yeah. Establish that. <laughs> so yeah, you just you just uh, put up your phone. You press one button, one button, boom. All of a sudden, you are live. And the, way, the reason they call it live is because it's like happening live, right? That's that's how I understand it. And you can just talk to your phone, and other people can watch you talk to your phone and comment. It, Live and by golly, time and is it addicting? <laughs> <laughs> I got out of the shower last night and Rachel is like, Brad's live right now. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> of course he is. It's fourth time today. <laughs> oh, yeah, why not? You know, we uh, I was I was kegging some cold brew, why not? Yeah, so there was every once in a while I would have to like shake the cold brew, 
And so I was just shaking back and forth. And I would see people like join right as I'm just shaking back and forth. And I'm like, I bet they're just like, what did I just get myself into here? It's uh, fun that no matter if we go live from the Ghost Runners podcast Instagram with 6,000 followers or G Towards Comedy with 150,000 followers, we have about 100 people watching no matter what. Always. It's the same 100 people, I'm yeah. guessing. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. They're, they're right on there right away, which is awesome. So Yeah. Usually mid-live stream, I'll get a couple of texts or like right afterwards, like, dude, you have to live stream more. So yeah. people are liking it. Oh, cool. That's, yeah. It's fun. It's fun to do. And it's, it's normally it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm already kind of like not, not needing to kill time, but kind of, you yeah. know, like the other yesterday the we drive. did one for like five minutes. And then we did one while we were driving. I did one I'm trying to think what my fourth live was. It's hard to remember them all. <laughs> yeah. What was your first one yesterday? What'd you start off with? Oh no, no. It was the first one was with you. Uh, and then I did one where I was waiting for Bo in line. Waiting for at, yeah, at Mother's Day out. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, why not? You know, let them watch. Let them watch. Let them stream. Let them stream. So. Yeah, we, we live streamed on the way to go place a pickup basketball last night. You want to talk about that? Sure. Uh, the live stream or the pickup basketball? Uh, the pickup basketball. Pickup basketball was at Hy-Vee Arena where, you know, the, the storied <clears throat> venue uh, where we did our basketball game back this in the PT, day. This was PT, pre-timing. Pre-timing. Mm. Timing, have you heard about the basketball game? Do you know about it? Uh, with like the... One where everyone came? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. I, something about it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That's that's basically it. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Everyone everyone came. Um, <laughs> He's like, like the Breck game where like some people showed up. Yes. That's yeah, the one. It was really cool. That's awesome. And we one, lost. People were there. <laughs> it's still wild that we lost that game. <laughs> Biggest regret in life, maybe. <laughs> Those guys almost quit. They didn't want to play. Remember that? They were like, yeah. we're, we're, we're going to get embarrassed by you guys. We're like, come on. Look at all these people. We have show all up. these people that came. Just play. And they're like, fine. <laughs> and they beat us. And they beat us. By two. I blame Isaac. Isaac and Jordan. It wasn't yeah. our fault. I, we did all that we could. <laughs> We're only human. Um, so, yeah, we played. This is the second year in a row that we've done this where we've played this high school, uh, private school, Whitfield Academy. Whitfield. Uh, because Jake knows Nolan, uh, one of the, the head coach of the team, right? Yeah. From SBU. Yeah. Is, is that the connection? Yep. And so, yeah, went last year and played. And, yeah, w- again this year. And it was fun. It was us. Uh, Cup to Cup Johnny, Garrett Gibson, Garrett Gibson. Nolan, Tim. I like Tim. Tim Finley. Yeah. yeah. Tim's great. Good guy. Yeah. So It was fun. We got, I think I was somewhat excited because I was like, hey, I've been running a mile a day. Let's see how the cardio is. <laughs> it is different, dude. It did not. Oh, it's way different. It didn't I knew help it was going to be much. different. Yeah. It didn't help that much. It was a different kind of conditioning. Yeah. Uh, so I was pretty tired the whole time. We were about 10 minutes into playing. And I realized, like, man, I'm really out of breath. And then I realized, you know why? Because Brad and I have not shut up for the entire first 10 minutes. <laughs> I just think I was just, why? It's sort of keep your mouth shut playing sports. We're, ha- we're just making fun. We're having so much fun. So, yeah. So this is like the end of their season, right? Like, end of your tournament this Saturday. against and, and the team they're playing is Cornerstone Academy. Cornerstone, whatever. Yeah. And so... You know, like Nolan's like, hey, we're gonna play a three-two zone because that's what Cornerstone plays. And so I was like, Trash okay, great. Defense. We're we're yeah, we have no idea what we're doing on three-two. Yeah. We I don't know if we gave them a good look at all. <laughs> <laughs> but Brad and I really became method actors once he said, "You are the other team." Yeah, you are Cornerstone. Brad immediately was like, "What's the other team?" He said, "Cornerstone." Uh, Let's go, C Stone. Yeah, it's in a defense. C Stone. <laughs> C Stone. <laughs> we would just do that every time we were on defense. Yeah, we would be like at one point we were losing like 14 to 8. And I was like, guys, it's not over yet. Believe Cornerstone. This Believe. Is- <laughs> Come on, Knights. I don't know what their mascot is, but it sounds good. To be honest, never got that many laughs out of the other guys. But we Very stayed little faithful. interaction. <laughs> we stayed faithful yeah. in character. And we kept uh before the game even started, no one tells us, hey, you're gonna be on the other team. 
and they run a three two zone. And then, you know, we're like, anything else we know about their team? Like, how's their point guard play? Brad's like, what'd you ask Nolan? I said, I said, do they have like an overweight guy that could shoot threes and not much else? Like a little butterball? He goes, actually, they kind of do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, great. I was, and I think I said in his mid thirties or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like an older, an older guy yeah. on their team. Um, and so Brad did, Brad lit it up and it was so funny. <laughs> Brad just made everything. You made six for six. Yeah, to start off no, for I think three. I was, I was six for seven. But six, didn't you make your first six though? No, I think I missed. I think I made four in a row, and then I. Okay. There was one. So the guy that was guarding me is Frank. six feet seven, like just <laughs> a tall dude, but just was kind of like he's he's like I'm not used to my the guy I'm guarding shooting threes. Yeah, and hand so, down, man down. Yeah, there was one time where finally after four in a row he guarded me, and I was like I'm gonna shoot it. Anyway. Well, I'm I'm hot. So missed that one, but yeah, I think it went six for seven to start out. <laughs> It was so funny. It was Frank! Great. I was like, Frank, what are you up. doing? Frank, you got to learn. Get a hand up, Frank. Yeah, it's like either Nolan told them not to have fun or like <laughs> they were just genuinely annoyed with us because they didn't interact very well at all. Yeah, you could play against two comedians who are like turning it up a notch. Like it was definitely more comedy than basketball being done here. And they did not care. We learned that one dude, like he looked like a, a little freshman. His name was Stavi. They called him Stavi. Oh, uh, no. Uh, was it? I thought it was Stavi. It was, uh, was it? it? Go ahead. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't Stav, but anyway, once we learned his name, you know, once you learn someone's name, then we just kept having, you know, just like, oh, Stavi, never, <laughs> yeah, yeah. never seen a shot he doesn't like. <laughs> Seriously, he kind of laughed a few times, but like, yeah, this kid was a short little, like, not short, but yeah, definitely a young kid, and we were joking around with them. Yeah, it was a good time. We ended up winning by one, kinda. Yeah. Cornerstone in the fifth quarter, we did. Yeah, we lost in the fourth quarter, but then there was enough time for one more quarter. Lost by one or two in the fourth yeah. quarter, but. Came back, had a good time. It was um, fun. They they call a timeout with three seconds left, and they're down by one. And so we were like, should we like, how should we guard the inbounds? And we're like, you know what? Let's let yeah. it doesn't actually matter if we win. Let's, let's let one of these kids be a hero. Be your hero, yeah. And so they made a wild inbounds pass. I mean, just like across the court, weak pass. Garrett Gibson and I both go up, kind of like when Timon is signaling us we're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> just both go up and just like whiff. A, a basketball in the air. We both whiff it. It yeah. was crazy. And then another kid gets it, passes it. They have a wide open layup, and then he misses it. <laughs> so the plan for to make a kid a hero, we really made him the villain. <laughs> he was like, dude, Devin. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, kind of like ricocheted weird. And then this guy just caught the ball wide open under the basket and just missed. <laughs> it was pretty unbelievable. But, hey. Yeah, that was fun. We had a lot of fun. See stone See um, stone Come on, See stone Hope they win this weekend. Apparently, they've had a good season, Whitfield has. All right, Whitfield. So whatever we did last year, you really sparked them up. They stirred something up in them. So. Uh, do we want to play a game with Timon? Yes. Brad was oh, clearing yes. out his podcast notes. and <laughs> Yeah, one of them something. just said, movie lines with Timon. I don't remember, you know, however many episodes it was, but just realizing, like, Timon, maybe just School of Rock, not watching that. So like, I bet Timon doesn't know a lot of things that we know. Um, so I gave him, yeah, one kind of quiz off the podcast you can't handle the blank time and nailed it it's truth if you don't know um <laughs> i asked him hasta la vista and he didn't know it okay so that's where we're at so that's the litmus test yeah um timing the rules are you have to at least guess something okay and you only get seven seconds to guess something yep. okay okay sounds good all right number one i'm gonna start off off with an easy one <laughs> keep the change yeah Filthy animal. Very good. Nice. Do you know the movie? Yes, Home Alone. Very good. Okay. 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 Uh, 
You're, you're killing me. Smalls? Let's nice. go. Two for two. All right, let's let's go back. He doesn't know the answer to this one. Hasta la vista. Grandma? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Baby. Hasta la vista, grandma. Hasta la vista, grandma. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's leaving after a, a good trip to grandma's house. It's from the Terminator. <laughs> okay. Cool. Next one. There's no crying in blank. Oh, good one. The North Pole. <laughs> I, no, no idea. It's the North Pole. <laughs> Why are you ever, crying? Come on, make some toys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like heaven. There's only joy here. Uh, there's no crying in baseball. Okay. It's Tom Hanks in a movie called A League of Their Own. Nice. Let's continue on with the Tom Hanks motif. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Very good. Pre Prologue to that. Blank always said. My mama? Nice. Mama always said, I've never yeah. seen Forrest Gump, but like just, yep. I mean, it's just. Oh, you really nailed it's that. It's just iconic. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. Continuing on Tom Hanks. Okay. Ah, nope. He's, he's, he doesn't <laughs> say it, but he's in the movie. Okay. No, no, no. Hey, hey, there is a snake in my boot. Nice. <laughs> to infinity. That's what I was going to say. And beyond. Hey! <laughs> All right. What about this one? This All is right. A, crank it up a notch. This is, this is Jim Carrey. Okay. He just goes, All righty. Mama, I have no idea. It's Grandma and Mama. North Pole. All righty then. This, you got this, Mama. All of, all of Timon's guesses are Mama or Grandma. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a mother figure. Ace Ventura, Timon. It's okay. A, it's a pet detective. All right. Show me the peanuts. <laughs> Come on! I've had Bring enough cracker jacks. It's a it's a dumb it's Dumbo. Show me the peanuts. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> show me the peanuts. <laughs> Somebody make a, a cartoon yeah. of that. Uh, show me the peanuts. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, not Dumbo, but another animal movie. Okay. That'll do. Pig. That'll do. Very good. What movie? Donkey would have also that... worked. Oh, that'll do donkey. Is it like... Which is a parody of that'll do pig. <laughs> yes. Is it like babe? Babe. Nice. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, this is the last one that I have on my list. Um... I'm going to give you one. I'm going to say, no, I'm going to do it with actions. Okay. <laughs> I'm king of the world. Nice. Good. What yeah, is that? I know that. I know Titanic. That's from. Oh, Titanic. cool, cool, cool. All right. What about this one? Uh, blank. We have a problem. Houston. Very good. Do you know what it's from? No. Tom Hanks again. <laughs> yeah. Tom Hanks <laughs> is so good. He's all over the 90s. <laughs> Apollo 13. Nice. Yeah. All right, you don't have any more? I'm all out. Uh, they may take our lives, but they'll never take our... Spirit? Pretty close, basically. More American. Mm, uh, never take our... Passion. Okay. <laughs> I, it, it was Peanuts. Uh, shoot. <laughs> it was from Dumbo. Never take yeah. our freedom. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, oh. Do you like blank? <laughs> Do you like blank? <laughs> well, I just got a number. How do you like them blanks? <laughs> it's the same word for all those blanks. My first instinct was bagels. <laughs> do uh, you like bagels? <laughs> do you like bagels? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just got a number. How do you like them bagels? <laughs> nope, it's uh, apples. Oh, Close. how do you like them apples? It was edible. Food? Goodwill hunting. Yeah. Uh, okay, what about this one? Uh, from The Sixth Sense. Heard oh, of that movie? Yeah. Heard of it. Haven't seen it. I see blank people. Dead people? Very good. Nice. Timon. Intuitive. I bet you're a good test taker. 
Okay, uh, what about this one? The first rule of blank is you do not talk about blank. Mm. Same blank for both. Fight Club? Gosh, wow. time in. Come on. I don't know. I haven't seen these movies, but I've just... All right, let's get it harder here. This is a great test of just like things you passively take in. Totally. Yeah. Just yeah. like over scrolling. I think it's like the internet. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, that was, those were the good... Okay, uh, Lord of the Rings. I haven't even seen this, but I know this quote. You shall... Not pass. Very good. Or not pass. Not pass. <laughs> oh, okay. Zoolander, 2001. What is this? A center for... <laughs> I have no idea. All right, I'll, I'll keep reading. What is this? A center for blanks? How can we expect to teach children to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building? Idiots. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? A center for ants? Oh, nice. Uh, let's see... <laughs> This one, this one's more of a method acting, tough one. Okay, my <laughs> precious. Yes. <laughs> okay, from Spider Man. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Come on, Tyman. Okay, from Finding Nemo. Dude, he loves cartoons. You know, <laughs> fish are friends, not food. Okay, the new, the original Spider Man was not a cartoon, or the, oh, that was he was real. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. So it's a true story. Let's see. A lot of Finding Nemo. Mm. I don't know how to put this. is from Anchorman. Okay. okay. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a blank, blank. Two People words? know me. Big baby. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Big deal. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Big baby. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's a uh, good job, Timon. I think that's pretty good, Thanks. Timon. We'll make it harder next time. Okay. Movies from the 60s. <laughs> we don't even know the answers. That's yeah. fun. Also fun, I just got a text in all caps from our very own Rendell Weaver and said, we're coming to Gulf Shores, yes! baby. <laughs> yes! Rendell Weaver! Yes! yes! <laughs> That's how we react when people go to come to Gulf Shores, baby. That's right. Just sent the text while recording. Rendell Weaver! Well, that just rendles my Weaver. That really does. <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine... He's going to have to go by an alias. People aren't going to be able to just leave him alone. He's going to be such a hot commod. Session two, king-size bed. He's got his own private uh, Rindle, his own Weaver. Mm -hmm. It's going to be nice. <laughs> Good for him. Rindle Weaver. He's bringing a friend, and I hope he's got a cool name, too. So bring a friend. Fun, dude. Bring your best. I'm bring excited, Rindle. Excited to have you, man. Rindle. That's awesome. Yeah. So, mm. All right, I want to hear about uh, Friday Pickleball. You guys, you guys filmed some Friday? Oh, yeah. Dude, I am so excited right now. Just so fired up on, like, just more traditional YouTube-type content, what we would call long-form content. Long-form content. I mean, we were really excited about it when we, we gave it a try. I think some yep. people are listening to the podcast now because of, like, the one long-form video we did, the yeah. Christmas cookie taste test. Somebody asked me about it yesterday in my life. No way. <laughs> Do we do more Christmas cookie kit taste? And I was like, great. listen, here's the deal with them. We're not making any money off them. We actually lose money on those, I think. Yeah, it takes way longer to edit. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, I really haven't done this. Like Brad and I have tried it a time or two. Obviously, the parade videos are kind of that style. Kind of. In yeah. a way. But I uh, really haven't done this since my Juggling Josh days of like, hey, I'm going to consistently have an upload schedule. We're going to care about titles and thumbnails, you know, and like <laughs> really play the YouTube game. Okay. And I'm really excited about it. And we're, we're, we're getting the best of the best to do it. So me, Scott, and Isaac will be on camera, Friday paddles. We got a relationship. We, we signed a little deal with Chicken and Pickle to shoot inside of there. Really? Uh, yeah, on a weekly or just as, as needed basis. Nice. 
And then That's we got funny. Mr. Timon Impsch, director of photography, <laughs> shooting everything, uh, you know, audioing everything. Yeah. These are technical terms. Audioing. <laughs> Doing the audio. Nice. Um, and shooting everything. Um, so that looks top notch. And then we went out and got the the guy who edits for Good Good and GM Golf, one of the best editors in uh, all of YouTube, I think. His name is Ryder. He is going to be editing for us. Oh, wow. So Timon's so, not going to edit. Timon's just shooting. Yes, for oh, now. Fun. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, we got our first draft of the video. And I mean, I said it to Scott and Isaac, and we all, we're like, the first 60 seconds alone, Ryder is worth every penny. Really? It's so fun. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. not going to make us look like Mr. Beast, but I mean, we're making pickleball videos. And yeah. for what we're doing, uh, I mean, we just, we have all the talent to make it happen. I'm just so excited. So what did you guys film? <clears throat> so we shot three videos last week. I went out and bought a radar gun because um, I looked online. No, it's, I couldn't find anyone who had tested the speed of a pickleball hit, serve, anything with a radar gun. Like okay. I couldn't find that. I was like, oh my gosh, that seems like something people will be curious about. Yeah. They might search for. And so, yeah. Our first video, which is out now by the time you're listening to this, I think we're just going to title it like, how fast can you serve a pickleball? Nice little radar gun in the thumbnail. And yeah, we just had fun, you know? So it was like, first, we got to make sure this radar gun works. And so we yeah. had Scott run and, you know, <laughs> we were like throwing it around and just silly stuff. And um, yeah, I did a couple different challenges. And I told Isaac to bring some like, because uh, we were going to do a competition to see who could serve it the fastest. But I was like, you got to, you know, let's have it be fun. And so Isaac went out and bought smelling salts. And so we all would like take hits of that really? and stuff and yeah, try to make it entertaining. And what'd you um, think of the smelling salts? Uh, never done that. It was like, it was a very like acidic, like it just, it just smelled like chemicals. Okay. I don't know. It's ammonia is what's in there. Oh, okay. So I think they normally use this to like wake people up from yeah. like sleeps. Mm -hmm. Um, or if you're like a middle linebacker, uh, did not help your serve speed. We found <laughs> in our testing. Um, and it was great, dude, because Scott came in last. And, you know, he was just like, oh, how is this? How? You know? Really? Uh, I mean, Isaac came in first, right? Uh, Isaac and I tied for first. Really? Um, and then Scott came in last. Isaac is just so, like, naturally strong. It just feels like. So I yeah. just assume. And he's like, he's got longer arms. So I feel like he was Yeah, just... you would think the physics would. Then again, when you're hitting a plastic ball, you know, yeah. maybe it's only so much. Huh. But either way, uh, so yeah, that was our first video, and that's so fun. And then we, I went out and bought one of those big, like, colorful spinning wheels. Uh -huh. And so we did a video with that. And Scott was actually at one point on the ground crying laughing, <laughs> <laughs> um, which Scott loves to laugh in general. But yeah, yeah we, we, you would spin this wheel to see what your paddle was, and we brought everything. And, you know, we brought, I, I brought a half-baked harvest cookbook. I brought a, the DVD for Chicken Little, the DVD nice. case. Uh, <laughs> you know, your shoe, um, a frying pan, and anyway, we got in this. So Isaac and I each spawn, we were playing each other and he had just like a dinner plate and I had a fireplace shovel. Oh yeah. If you can imagine. Yeah, yeah like an ash shovel. Yeah. And that head to head battle was so funny uh, <laughs> just because the rally just, we couldn't, it just kept going and going. And Isaac is like two hand chest passing the ball <laughs> and it doesn't look like I should be able to get to it but that shovel is so long that yeah. I could reach it and you had some longevity there <clears throat> so yeah funny. it was just the really shovel's like it's like so long and it's like bending from like the weight of the, it's like just like you're oh it's like flexing it around yeah, yeah. yeah. So and funny. it made the funniest sound when you'd hit it and so <laughs> anyway that it was just fun and I'm just excited like um to like make the investment because it was a little bit of a hard I think in hindsight we're gonna be like oh duh it's obvious that we should have put money into the content but it's not the easiest thing to like yeah decide that i was like oh, do totally. we want to like lose money to make good videos right and 
ultimately I decided like, yeah, let's do it. Let's, uh, yeah, see what happens. Like most decisions I've made in life, it's like, I don't want to have to wonder what if we had done it. So yeah. let, let's do it. And so yeah, we'll see. So time and how did you film it? Like what was your, uh, yeah, what, like, were you in the middle? I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah. Well, the best, I feel like pickleball is a really hard thing to film. It's very hard to film. Unless you have like professional like angles and cameras and stuff. It's true. I think I made the mistake of not bringing a tripod to like also have Jake's camera set up. That would have been nice for like the gameplay part of it. Uh But like I just basically just like I'm just tracking everything as quickly as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. And we didn't play any like doubles pickleball. That's where it's really hard to keep everything in frame. We only did like skinny singles so you can kind of keep it easier. But yeah. yeah, I think next time we film, we're going to have uh, one of Scott's other, like, professional pickleball friends come and do a bunch of, like, doubles-type stuff, like 4.0 versus 5.0, but they have... I want to try one version where they have a bigger kitchen okay, and see how that affects it. I yeah. think that'd be interesting. And uh, let's do another version where Isaac and I have less of a kitchen, and then we could be closer than that. Okay. See how that affects it. Yeah. Um, and then we want to do another one where, like, we spin the wheel, and the wheel decides your play style. So uh, you spin it, it lands on lobs only. Okay. So it's like, all right, the 5.0s, they only get to lob us. Can they yeah. beat us lobs only? All right, the next point, they spin it, and it says, like, I don't know, your offhand or something. Yeah. Like, they have to use your left hand. That's so. fun. Uh, I saw some video of pickleball the other day that was, like, 5.0 five versus a pro, but the one of the pros is couldn't or wasn't good at volleying. What does volleying mean versus, like, I don't know. What does that mean to you? Volleying is hitting the ball out of the air. Like, it goes from paddle to paddle. So the kitchen is actually called the non-volley zone because okay. you can't volley it okay. in there. So just like literally like... Let yeah. the ball bounce. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, I was like, I don't understand. This guy seems really good still. Like, But yeah, he must have just always been hitting it off the bounce. Hmm. But I don't think it was like he's not allowed to volley. I think it was like he's not good at it. And so he's like at a disadvantage. Wait, the pro was not good at volleying it? It was weird. Yeah, that's what it said. <laughs> I'm sure it was probably just like a rule, like to make it fair. Like the pro can't volley it. He has to let it bounce. Maybe. I don't think it was, though. I think it was like, I thought maybe the words were he wasn't good at volleying or he can't. Maybe it was he can't volley. So maybe it was. I don't know. But yeah, I was like, I don't understand why this guy's doing this thing. But yeah, anyway. it's probably just to make it fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing so. if he's a pro pickleball player, he he's can hit the ball. pretty good there. at volleying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so excited about that. Excited. I mean, there's not a lot of people watching pickleball content on YouTube. So I think if this goes bonkers, it gets 50,000 views. Yeah. You know, that might be the ceiling, but that's okay. Yeah. It's about depth. It's about depth. That's fun. You're doing more with them? Next soon? Wednesday, we're okay. we're shooting more. Yeah, Chicken Pickle is great. They're yeah. awesome. That's good, dude. Great. Uh, let's see. What do I want to talk about, Jacob? I don't know. Uh Bo's been Bo's been on his uh, antics lately. He's uh, I mean, he's been a good kid for the most part, but he's got a flaw, and it's called sneaking tootsie rolls. Oh, really? All over the. I mean, just <laughs> w- woke up, you know, and he's already been up. He he does this thing. I mean, he, he has a tell. He turns on every single light in the house when he wakes up. He like really? will go around, <laughs> turn on every single light, so you know he's awake. And then we see the pantry is uh, open, uh, and so we, he's eaten a few like candy bars in the pantry. And then the other day I'm walking around looking for Bo and I'm like, Bo, Bo. And he comes out like from behind like a curtain that we have by our (laughs) window. And he just like looks at me and I just look at him. I didn't say anything. He just goes, I wasn't doing anything bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, yes, you were. Well, yeah. Like, and then you could tell he has like chocolate on his face. That's so good. "Uh, I had two Tootsie Rolls. I'm like, come on, man. You can't do that. You got to ask. Um, I got home last night and told Rachel, 
Bo is getting to be a, a real fun age, I think. Oh, yeah. The way he told me that he kept his undies dry. Yes, dude. That's <laughs> that's the big win of the week, dude. Is uh yeah. I, and it was yeah, he he slept in underwear for the first time ever on Monday. And it was kind of a big deal because Catherine was gone. She was with Hattie for her cheer practice. And so I put him to bed and I made the decision. I'm yeah. like, hey, you've been sleeping in this pull-up, not peeing in it for a while. Let's just let's just do underwear. Yeah. And I was like, Bo, if you keep this dry, I'll give you something really special tomorrow. And I was like planning on going and get him like a donut or something. Yeah. And he's like, three chocolate chips. And I was like, sure. Even, yeah. Even that's better. what I was thinking too. Four. Three chocolate <laughs> chips. <laughs> and so he wakes, wakes up. He's like, dad, can I have my three chocolate chips and a marshmallow? He's like, and a marshmallow? I was like, sure, buddy. You did it. <laughs> he knew it was time to negotiate. But it did feel good because Catherine came home and I was like, big news in the night. Both sleep in underwear. She's like, oh, that stresses me out. What if he, uh, I guess he needs to have clean sheets anyway, so I can just change him if he pees. I'm like, he's not going to. Come on, believe in it. Talk of chips. So, <laughs> I, and I think like just in general, as a dad, I push my kids probably. Sometimes yeah. it's like, I shouldn't have done that. Like, like for uh, his Mother's Day out, when I drop him off, he always brings with him like a huge, like, can you imagine like one of those bags you get from Ikea? Like, like a big old bag, not like a little. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like almost like reusable or something. He has one of those that has like his pillow and a stuffed animal and stuff for nap time. And I'm always like, Bo, you got to carry that yourself. And he's like, like, he's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like the same body weight as him. Like he's like dragging it. Um, but it felt good to like push my kid and be like, no, you're, you're going in underwear tonight. You have dry undies today. And for him to rise to the occasion. So, um, Good yeah, he, he is a fun, fun age. He's he's starting to like really get mannerisms down and like do more stuff and yeah, just be funny. So um anyway, but yeah, sneaking some Tootsie Rolls. That's his vice right now. So we gotta work on that. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Fun. Yeah. Good for Bo. Uh I think the the first thing is like on my mind, it's not necessarily a funny story or anything, but uh, Rachel and I just the past two nights have started watching Love on the Spectrum. Okay. You heard of this? Uh-huh. Seen it? I heard of it, it too. Never watched it. For some reason, we just turned it on. It's the best show yeah. on TV. I feel like people are always like, yeah, I cried at that show. It's so good. Yeah, Rachel had tears in her eyes last night. Yeah. Like, Why do I have tears right now? Really? Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. We've just like, uh, yeah, I've watched two episodes and I've already bought uh, merch from, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we have to look up Tanner on Instagram. Like, I love this kid and yeah looked him up and yeah he's got really cool merch and so i bought it last night like what midnight in my bed uh just like some quotes he said on the show okay like you know they asked him if he's ever been in a relationship and he said like what's a relationship i forgot and so they made like a shirt that says like what's a relationship i forgot nice. and um his first date he, that he ever was on um he's it's actually i feel like i'm learning a lot about people like that are on the autism spectrum. Like, you learn a lot watching the show. Almost universally, they all love animals. Okay. Uh, which is interesting, which they do have a lot of like childlike tendencies. And I think children like animals. So maybe okay. it makes sense. But Can yeah, I back so up? yeah. How does the, the show work? Exactly. It's just they, they kind of profile, there's like maybe six to eight different young adults living with autism. Uh-huh. And they're all, almost all of them have like never really been on dates, are wanting to try and date. Okay. And so, and they each have like different quirks. You know, there's, there's men, there's women, there's a guy who's like 35, there's a guy who's 23. Okay. Uh, and then there is a one couple they've already been dating. 
And so you just kind of get to see into each of their lives and what they're doing. And okay, so it's not like a game show, like Love is Blind or something. No, it's like reality. It's like a documentary TV, almost. Guess, or, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I guess that would be the... It's, um, not, it's not like they're, they're dating this one people and, oh, that's not a good fit. So then they go and date this other person on the show or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's like they're all in their own, like one's in Atlanta, one's in LA, like just doing okay. their thing, Okay. you know, on their own. Okay. Uh, Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. No, it's Loves fine. animals. Yeah, and so on his first date, uh, he is just going berserk. Just like, it's amazing how quickly he can rattle off. Like, he learns that the woman he's on a date with also likes animals. Okay. And so he just goes to town. He's like, do you like crabs? Yes. Do you like tortoises? Yes. Do you like dolphins? Yes. <laughs> do, you, do you like baboons? Yes. Do you like gorillas? Just and just listen to like 25 animals. <laughs> it's just amazing. And so that was one of the shirts too. It's just like all of the questions he asked her, like all the different animals around her shirt. Um, so yeah, we just like, they're all awesome. But yeah, we definitely gravitate towards a couple of the guys on the show that we love. And yeah. I just can't wait to watch more of it. It's amazing. So is it, I genuinely, yeah, I've never, I, I've heard of this, but I don't know anything about it. Uh, do they date other autistic people? Or is it sometimes that? Or is it whatever? That's like, a, kind of a fun game to play okay. on the show. Is like, do you, like one of the guy, like he, I, it seems like, so we started on season two because it just came out. Like, I don't know, let's just watch season two. One of the guys on there, apparently he was on season one. Okay. So he's got a little bit of a following. Yeah. And so he, they show him going on a date with a woman who hit him up on Instagram. And so okay. we're like, oh, okay. And then pretty early on in this date, we're like, I don't think she has autism or anything. That's interesting. And then you start to almost be like, is that okay? Like she saw yeah. him on a show and then hit him up, but she doesn't have it. I don't know. Because yeah. almost everyone else is dating like other autistic people or okay. maybe on a date with someone with Down syndrome or something. And... Anyway, so yeah, we didn't we didn't love her. We're like, hey, I don't know what's going on here. She okay. like held his hand almost right away. Interesting, but they didn't work out, so we were we were happy. So, do some of them have Down syndrome too? Is that like, um, no? This show is all about autism. Okay, a I was spectrum say, is I was like, I didn't think Down syndrome and autism were in the no. same. Okay. Tanner's got some uh, Down syndrome roommates. Went okay. on a date uh, with a girl with Down syndrome. So anyway, it's like educational and also, I'm sure if you had autism, you would really love the show too you're probably learning from yeah. it like they bring in like a dating coach to help this one guy like you know he was like we're gonna go to the zoo for our date she's like okay if you were gonna walk and talk where would you stand and he's like well as a guy i am the leader so i would walk in front of her mm. and she has to explain like we can't talk as well this way and so i was like yeah if you are also in the spectrum you're probably learning along with the show it's awesome interesting yeah it's awesome just yeah, the whole thing's cool. wholesome and entertaining and fun yeah they do a good job cool is it true? It's on Netflix? Yeah. I thought I read somewhere that Netflix is, has ads now. Is that true? I haven't seen them. You haven't seen them? Time and you a Netflix guy? Nope. Okay. I, and, and, uh, maybe yeah, it's they, coming they don't or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't get on Netflix very often anymore. I'm, I'm more of a peacock guy, and I just watch the shows that I've always watched. Like It's not like I'm seeking out new stuff, but I, I, I just read a headline that was like, Netflix is getting ads, but maybe mm. it's a, you know this guy can't volley kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, uh, five, maybe they'll do a new tier. Yeah. The lowest tier. It comes with ads. It's yeah. amazing that they've stayed afloat as long as they have without any monetization strategy. I mean, they lose money every year. All they do is just spend money on wow. like production. And yeah, they get a little money from like the, like, um, with the subscription, but they overall, what's they the, lose money. What's the strategy of that? I think just be, be dominant, figure out, you know, gather users and figure out monetization later. It's like what okay. a lot of tech startups do. It's like Facebook, you know, was spending all this money at the beginning. You know, they had yeah. 
500 million users and then they're like, all right, we should monetize this now or whatever. <laughs> it's time. <clears throat> huh. Uh, oh, let's talk about the movie movie theories. We talked about uh, why why the movies were better back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, because we posted that Ted Lasso clip and there were some people telling me they're like, they disagree with the Ted Lasso part. They disagree uh, with me saying that we live in the golden age of television right now. And so I was asking Rachel, I was like, what do you think? Like, when do you think the golden age of television was? And we're talking about it and she was like, I think the golden age of comedy was a little bit ago. And I was like, actually, I would agree because we are not in the golden age of comedy right now. Yeah. And so we were talking about that. Like there's really not any good comedy, like shows or movies being made these days. Yeah. And my theory is that TikTok has replaced like the modern comedy. Okay. Tell me more. Maybe the writer strike has something to do with that with like in very recent times, but I don't know. TikTok, Instagram reels, whatever short form platform you prefer, that is replacing the movie. It's so easy to get a laugh instantly yeah. and in 30 seconds you're laughing at something yeah and it's it's curated for you and if you like to laugh you could find it on the internet it's so much easier yeah it i i have that same feeling towards not the exact same way but like the slam dunk contest is not nearly as special we can see dunks i watch a high schooler do between the legs 360s in games now on yeah. my phone zion williamson ruined the dunk contest kind of yeah. i mean just youtube like like that the dunk contest was the one time a year we were seeing crazy dunks. Yeah. And now it's like I can see a very average person doing this at Lifetime Fitness every <laughs> single day. You know what I mean? Like and so then all of a sudden it's like how do you become original with this or how do you yeah, maybe it's the same way where it's like hey, there's so many funny things out there and then you do SNL and it's like SNL is not very funny mm -hmm. compared to these things that I think are hilarious and just perfectly algorithmically <clears throat> curated to me. So therefore, um that's not the theory I've heard, but I like that theory towards TikTok. I just <clears throat> made it up, so that's probably why you haven't heard it. Uh, TJ told me his theory for it is, and maybe it's not his theory, but um, essentially what happened was back in the day, you could make a low-budget comedy, let's say, or even like... and and know oh, like that, a super bad or something like that? Yeah, maybe not that, but maybe... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's low-budget. But I'm thinking like way back, like Napoleon Tommy Dynamite. Boy or something like that. Okay. Uh, you know, like... Um, or Napoleon Dynamite, sure, uh, where like the actual movie sales in the box office weren't great, but they would make that money up in DVD, VHS, like sales, like physical copy sales. Oh, I see. Does that make sense? Like it would get kind of popular in the theaters and then it would come out on VHS and people would be like, you got to watch this. You got to buy And that's this. where you make just as much money. And that's where you make it. Whereas now no one's buying movies anymore. Yeah, you would just, your second iteration of, earning money would be like when you sell it to a streamer. Which is not nearly as lucrative. It's not? Uh, I don't think so. So... Yeah, it'd be interesting to see the data on that. Like, what? how much do DVD sales compare to, like, when Netflix buys your movie? You know, depending on the, yeah. how so valuable it is. I think... So, So for, like, the big budget movies, they're still making the superhero movies out there or whatever. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, we'll make the ones that go crazy in the box office, but these little, like, like less margin movies, like... Yeah, whatever. Super bad. Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite, whatever. It's like there's not much upside to these going crazy. Because I think if they go to Netflix, I don't know. You can look it up or whatever, but I don't think I don't know how much royalties they're getting versus like how much they're just selling straight up the movies for. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't really know how that works either. It seems like I've heard anecdotally from people that were on the office, you know, like the office obviously went crazy on Netflix and it's like the most streamed show. And they're like, yeah, we don't see a ton of money from that. Really? Like, have you seen that? 
feel well, like I think it, that this is what recently, the writer's strike yeah, was the strike, about. Yeah, yeah this they is what had, it's about. So I don't know that much about it, but that's that's the theory that TJ told me. Gotcha. What so, do you think? I mean, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's a bummer. I think uh, because I love all those kind of comedies and like just like the early '90s, we were looking up these quotes and we're like, man, like ni- early '90s was Sandlot, you know, Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, all these different movies that are like, man, I don't know if they would have even tried to make those back then. Yeah, like if you're a high schooler right now, which I don't. Do you guys know any high schoolers right now? Yeah. Okay. I have some well, friends. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was got some friends who are high schoolers. Uh, like, or we had so many like comedic icons to look up to. Like there was like, oh yeah, Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, Chris Farley, Will Ferrell. Like mm-hmm. there were so many that we loved and looked at and watched and had access to. And now I don't know who those uh, comedy icons are, whether it's TV, whether it's movies. Like, yeah, it's social media people. Yeah, comedians. I guess so. Yeah. Um, and so, you're yeah, not watching them in theaters ever, really. Comedy has just taken a weird turn. Yeah the last like 10 years bring back comedy um but as far as like true crime documentaries dramas i still think it's we're living in a good age we're very spoiled mm. yeah yeah when you said the golden age i i did think about it because somebody did say like we're not in the golden age right now i don't have enough of an opinion to really know it feels like maybe the golden age in my opinion was like 10 years ago or something like that because i don't know like what's what's going to go down as like the iconic drama right now you know like back 10 like years ago friends and seinfeld well like stuff like that oh, yeah. okay because i think lost was iconic i think breaking bad was iconic i think walking dead it seemed like that was like yeah, an iconic it's really thing popular. and i don't know i'm sure there's an answer i just can't think of it right now i think game of thrones broke a lot of records good point good point seems like every yeah i don't know i don't watch a lot of stuff but it just seems like we have so many very good quality options nowadays compared to at any point ever before. Yeah. Like movie quality TV shows. Yeah. Left and right. Yeah. What was that? Did you ever watch King of the High Castle? No. I watched like five episodes of it. You might like it. It's about like if Germany won World War II, basically. Oh, spooky. Kind of different. Spooked. That's kind of the, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the short answer or short, short uh, summary for it, but... It was like a movie. It was like this is amazing. Like this, <laughs> the way you like shot the, it, the I mean. movie set. Like the 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 setting for this is insane. I feel like it was like Amazon Prime's first. Like we're giving it a go at real a real show. Here. Yeah, yeah. It feels like production is just like off the charts. Like so good. Like you yeah. don't really see these three wall sitcoms these days. You see right movies as TV shows. Yeah, that's you know? a good point too. Like it's just like everything is extremely well done because it's so competitive. When you have good competition, you get good quality and you get good products and like when hulu has to fight against amazon disney plus hbo yeah you know stars netflix everybody else like yeah gotta make some good stuff so so that's been tv so that's tv uh and you can watch tv while you eat good quality american made meat (laughs) you can make those sounds you can make um here's another set of sounds you can make while you're eating (laughs) (laughs) yum 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 or just a classic. Mm. Oh. Mm. That's some nice ranchers right there. Goodranchers.com is a website that sponsors us. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. And they only really sell the best, and they only really sell 
the American best. Yes. Uh, they come right here from Estado Tirados. Okay. And uh, I mean, they've got, they got steak, they got beef, they got seafood, they got chicken, and there's nothing like it. It is the best meat that money can buy. Get it in bulk, save a little money, use code GRKC, save a little more money. More money. M squared. And just get it delivered right to your door. The packaging is very nice if you're worried about how meat's getting shipped. it's They got it down. Yeah. I've even seen it shift from when we first started working with them to now. Like, I right. feel like they've really honed in on the way to keep this box really cold. Good dry ice packets in there. <laughs> Quality. Very good dry ice. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you don't know, the, the problem with meat these days is that over 85% of the beef sold in the United States is imported from other countries. Just insane. Over 5 billion pounds, that's billion with a B, Timon, of meat was imported just last year. But if if you're buying from good ranchers, you can finally remove the mystery of where your meat's coming from. You can support local ranches, you can get quality, you can trust, and you can support local ranchers by shopping with them. Well, fun. Yeah. So use GRKC. GRKC. Uh, for we're doing we're doing free chicken for a year with them, so we're doing poultry of the year. We'll call it poultry. Uh, so get on there, GRKC, free chicken for a year. You're gonna love it. I they say they say you come for the steak, you stay for the chicken. Jake, I agree. Test it out. It's so good, and it's 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 just once you go that chicken, you're not going back. You're not going back to the 85 percent of imported mystery gross TikTok China meat grossery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grocery. Grocery. <laughs> so it's American Meat Delivered, GoodRanchers.com, GRKC. Boom. <laughs> grocery. Grocery. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Tell me more about what you got on your list. Baby. Okay, sure. Uh, so this past week, the last time you heard from us, uh, I wasn't feeling too well. And just kind of sick over the weekends. Uh, Rachel's out of town. Spent all day Saturday. Um by myself in the house. It's kind of nice. Yep. Turn my phone on loud. Okay. That's kind of fun. How often do you ever have your phone ringer on? <laughs> I was like, I'm in a house by myself. I'm going to have my phone ringer on. Okay. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, that's not what I was going to talk about. <laughs> that was just what I thought of. Did you Did you notice or learn that you had like new noises for apps that you didn't know about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my chest notification was a sound I wasn't expecting. Okay. I don't remember what it was now. Okay. But it's like, like a oh. chest piece scraping. <laughs> <laughs> Time to play chess. <laughs> or just talking to you. Bishop to E4. <laughs> like, that's embarrassing. I gotta okay, turn that off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did play a lot of chess. I'm still very obsessed. Obsessed. Oh, I have my ringer on like a decent amount. Really? Like, especially just at home. I'm like, and while I'm driving. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, and as of like the last month or so, I'm like, this is underrated. It's kind of <laughs> nice. If I'm not looking at my phone and if I'm not like in a public place, it's like, it'd be disturbing anybody. That's not oh, a bad nice. thought because then yeah. you're not as Catherine's talked about that, like basically turning her phone into a home phone. And in other words, like mm. having it stationary. And if it makes a noise, she will go to it and attend to it, but not just like, all right, where's my phone? I'll pick it up and just scroll around yeah. a little bit aimlessly. Home so, phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And I wonder if I didn't have a Apple watch on, if I would do that as well, mm. because with the watch, you never really miss anything. Yeah. Actually at the same time, I would argue sometimes you miss more stuff because sometimes you look at something on your watch and every now and then it'll sh you get back to your phone and it says that you read a text that you're like, I know I didn't. Yeah. You thought I did, but I didn't. Yeah. My watch read that. There's been a few times where my phone will just like vibrate, but there's no notification when I open it up. Yes. For some reason, Reddit 
uh, notifications on my phone don't go to my home screen. They go to my notification screen. So it always bothers. Oh, like, I, I know it buzzed. It sounds like a phantom vibrate in my pocket. Like it was in my hand and it buzzed. I ha- yeah, I've yeah. Had it in my hand. It's like, it like, and a quick buzz too. So it's like, it's almost like, nah, never mind. <laughs> I know. You should look. And next yeah. time that happens, scroll like from down to up and check your notifications and see if you have an app that's giving you a okay. notification screen. Okay. Or what, what would it be? Like notification center? I don't know. Yeah, like it's sending you notifications, but not home screen. You have to like banners or whatever. I don't know how to. What the <laughs> I'm right a big, words to use I, are. I don't like the banners. I take off the banners. No bands? No, it's like it distracts me. Oh, I, so only a few, I only have a few that are bannered. I say I want to watch. Let them let them have <laughs> on my watch. <laughs> let me see it on my watch. <laughs> All right. So anyway, anyway, Saturday. Uh, what was I going to talk about? Oh, for one, uh, you texted me. You were worried that maybe I was in a drunken stupor the night before. <laughs> Yeah, your your car just wasn't there. So I was, was like, is something wrong? Did it not get charged enough or whatever? I was like, Jake's car's missing. Yeah, you texted me and said, hey, I uh, was up early this morning, noticed your car wasn't in the driveway. Did you have too much to drink last night? <laughs> I was like, no. It was obviously a joke. I <laughs> I've um, never seen you drink an ounce of alcohol. Yeah, um, didn't do that. Uh, but it, Rachel and I switched cars, um, which switching cars... Uh, it's got to lead us to a fun little game about Olivia Rodrigo on the okay. Wednesday episode. Okay. Uh, so a sneak peek. I'm sure you can connect the dots. Um, <laughs> Car driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very good dot connecting. That's the, one, that's the one thing I know about her is she has a song <laughs> called Driver's License. I woke up Saturday. Um, a lot of nasal congestion. Cold is definitely like in at the peak of it. This never happened before. I woke up and my right ear was clogged mm-hmm. or like popped like when you go underwater and in the airplane but it was like unpoppable you ever had this happen oh every time every cold maybe not every cold but oh yeah often okay like kind of right now i'm like 60 percent in my left ear okay yeah yeah that no never fun. happened to me before like didn't freak me out too much because then i googled it and it's like yeah this could happen from nasal congestion i was like mm-hmm. okay it'll go away but yeah. then woke up sunday still there woke up monday still there you sleeping on your left side i don't know what i'm doing okay all over the place <laughs> yeah Rachel and I uh, have slept four different ways, four nights in a row now. So who was it in the fa- Facebook group that was getting yeah. patience? Yeah. I'm sorry you got crucified in the comments. Rachel's all about it. So we yeah. went regular bed, air mattress, guest bed. Last night, I'm like about to sleep. She's like, we should switch sides tonight. <laughs> and I was like, right now? She's like, well, you're getting up earlier than me, so you should get have this side. And plus that side's just cozier. I was like, all right, great. So we switched sides. <laughs> So I'm going to come in here next week and there's a podcast like, or there's a pillow <laughs> in the podcast studio. I'm like, really? Um, so yeah, I don't know how I've been sleeping all different recently, but, uh, yeah, I just had a clogged ear for like four and a half days. Dude, that's a long time. Yeah. Uh, but I think like last night this morning, it's starting to feel like, yeah, I think we're back. Were you doing anything to try to get it unclogged? Dude, I was doing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like crazy. And uh, there's a couple times where I was doing it while I was driving and I was like, this might be dangerous. Maybe I could pass out from this. Maybe I shouldn't do it while I drive. That's fair. Cause I'm really blowing. Yeah. 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 There's been times where like, I'll blow my nose and like, it'll just like mess with my inner ear stuff. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I think I've talked about that maybe like where I'm just like, holy cow. I like the room is spinning all of a sudden or something. That's scary. Yeah. It's like, it's like vertigo kind of stuff or whatever. I don't know. Um, did you ever get any, like, did you ever blow your nose and it kind of like uh, squeaked in your yes. ears. Yeah. And I, I wondered, I'm That's here by you're my close. So- you're getting there. <laughs> Dude, my nose and ear were making crazy noises squeaking, but I couldn't tell. I was like, hey, can I only hear this? Cause it's inside of me. Yeah. But then it, 
we still had these side effects when Rachel gets back Monday night. And so I'm doing it for her and she's like, whoa, that's loud. And I was like, I thought so. Okay. So other people can hear this. Really? Yeah, I was squeaking up a storm all weekend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my my biggest answer for you is hostage tape. Oh, that kind of thing. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to force it. <laughs> Tried to force it. Uh, I've screwed myself. I think it's back. What did you do with hostage tape? You just use it. I think really? it'll help it your helps. congestion a lot. Yeah. Just a big fan. Anyway, pretty much fine now. Uh, also, while I was just like, had the house to myself, just walking around, watching suits, playing a lot of chess, whatever, uh, look around our bathroom and I see a letter or an envelope addressed to Rachel Coop. And Rachel is spelled wrong, but it looks very official. So I opened this up and I'm like, what is this? And it's like, a, it says like US Treasury note. It's got George Washington on the front of it, but in the top left, it says 50. It was like a $50 bill with Rachel's name spelled wrong. It looks so official. I should just go get it. Okay. It's the weirdest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. So you just got this in the mail. I don't know when she got it. I don't know what it is. Let's inspect it. Okay. Right back. You guys talk. You guys talk. How do you misspell Rachel? <laughs> no, no. You can put an E in there sometimes. Well, two E's. Like It's like R-A. No, no. No, another R-A-E. A. R-A-C-H-A-E-L, I think som- sometimes it says. Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. 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 <laughs> Rachel. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see this thing. I hustled. Oh, yeah. I ran. Okay, let's see. Yeah, R-H-A-R-R-I, gosh, R-A-C-H-A-E-L. Okay. Yeah, this seems legit. It does seem legit, but they spelled her name wrong, and they put the denomination in the top left. So if this would have been an odd number, would they have had to put decimals in the top left? If this were to have to be an odd like, number. Like, it happened to be f- worth $50, so they put a 50 in the top left. Like, would they have reprinted this to say 3748? No, no, no. I think this is like a... A specific thing for fifty dollars, like a, like that's maybe what they come in or something. I don't know. Surely not. Surely not. Yeah. It's got George Washington. He's not on a fifty dollar bill. This isn't a fifty dollar bill though. It's yeah, well, a savings bond. Oh, is that what it says? United States savings bond. I don't know much about them to know like what they are, but like it's obviously not a, not not currency. Like you can't just give this to a gas station attendant. <laughs> um, I don't know. I yeah, I have a lot of these from like when I was little, like my. Aunt Cindy got me some savings bonds back in the day. Hey, look up what a savings bond is. Maybe, maybe Rachel's been lying to you, and this is how she spelled it the whole time. <laughs> issued date. Yeah, issued of uh, February of 1997. So when was she born? Was she born in 97? Yeah. So yeah, maybe. It just felt like a, a thing that people did back in the day was like, I'm going to invest in you by giving you these savings bonds, and they're going to come to you know, fruition when you're X amount years old. I just looked it up. This says, so if you would have bought a 30-year savings bond in 1990, a a $50 bond, it would have cost you $100 to buy it. You get a $50 bond, but after 30 years, it would be worth $207. Okay. This says, so if you would have cashed it in in 2020. (laughs) So... So you think this is like a dividend of... The thing so in like tw- a long time in ago? 2027, we can that's cash that in. Crazy growth for 30 years. That's, <laughs> that's wild. That's awesome. How does that work? Why <laughs> is that a thing? It says on the top, interest ceases 30 years from the issue date. All right. So what's 30 years from 97? 2027. 2027. You're getting close, man. 
you might make hundred seven dollars. <laughs> That's You're crazy. Be rich. <laughs> wow. Hey, but this is this is money. Like, don't don't be don't be throwing this around bathrooms. I didn't know about it. I I I, uh, I don't know when Rachel got it or why her name is spelled wrong. Haven't talked to her about it at all. Really, just found it Saturday and was confused because it said fifty and I saw Washington. How? Uh, yeah, I wonder how important it is that her name is spelled wrong. You know, like I bet I bet that's still cashed. I'm always surprised. Like, let me just go ahead and say this. This is going to sound like a blanket statement, but most things in life don't matter. For instance, <laughs> your signature when you sign for a credit card. Who? What's that for? Oh, I'm I'm I never you, do you use your signature. I used to, and now I mean, just I'm, I'll play a game of tic tac toe on there. Yeah, I'm who a li line accept every time. So what's that for? I don't know. Another thing. It seems like if I make a credit card purchase online, I could say just about anything is the billing address, and it doesn't seem to mind. Mm. <laughs> as long as the credit card's okay. Yeah, the, the numbers are the same. But I, I've also heard that you can get your like zip code wrong on a credit card. Uh, like if you're getting gas or something, the it's asked what's your zip code. Oh yeah, I don't. I've heard. I, I haven't. I haven't tested out. I'm not a bad boy. No, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Most things don't matter. It doesn't matter if you put six six two one six or not. It doesn't matter. Uh, what are other examples of this? Oh, even like a lot of it was money, I guess. Signing the back of a check. Like, how do they know that's my signature? Like, yeah. how is this being verified? <laughs> yeah, it just needs to have something. And then if there's something fishy later, they'll look at it. Yeah, because you know what they're going off of? They're going off of my grandma's cursive. They're just having to read that and like <laughs> her, like, okay, that looks like 50 bucks for birthday. Yeah. Well, she but then they got the thing underneath it, right? Like it's a double. Well, I mean, like, still, my grandma's handwriting to write the five zero point zero zero. Like, what if I wrote it was worth five thousand dollars? Like, could that check that if she didn't like make the decimal? Like, but then you write down five thousand and no one hundred. But still, in like grandma cursive, though, you yeah, know, like maybe yeah. it just seems like there was like a little bit of a gray area. You think there would be a absolute zero gray area in that? Um, what else does it feel like doesn't matter? Oh, I'm gonna think of it. Something else with money or zip codes or something i don't know savings bond though there you go man you're rich pretty neat so this is worth <laughs> like 150 dollars actually maybe 200 series uh, ee oh cool. that's a good series yeah oh yeah double e hmm. you don't usually get doubles <laughs> it's, new, like, new it's like apple watch eyes. series ee yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's huge dude yeah pretty neat um, we're not doing blanks of the week this week, but I have a little biff of the week that I want to talk about. Okay. It's a small one, but it was pretty awkward in the moment. Um, was going to Aldi the other day to pick up a few things for Catherine. I get out of my truck and I just look in the, my reflection in the person's car next to me to like, see what my hair looked like, make sure I looked all right. And I look and I'm like staring at myself decently well. For like, I'm let's, let's call it two and a half, three seconds before I realize there's somebody right there in the car, <laughs> in the driver's window that I'm staring at. Oh, that would freak someone out. 100%. You're staring at them like that? Yeah. And I'm, I'm not like an intimidating, intimidating guy, but I'm a bigger guy. And I get out of my truck and I just stare. I'm just like, all right. It, yeah. Just a weird. And then I, fl I fled that scene as quick as I could <laughs> and just hoped that they were getting in their car to leave. Rather than, you know, about to get out and see me and Aldi. Yeah, that's too bad. I, I do not like that. <laughs> Did you get a look at like what kind of person that it was? Yeah, it was like a it was like a 55-year-old woman. Just like yeah, somebody that worse. would be intimidated by me staring at them in their 
in their little car as I get out of my big old truck. Just, all right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> let me get my reusable bag and get out of here. Sorry about that. Got to get the hair right for all day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like, okay, maybe I don't need to look at myself so often. Or maybe I'll use one of the mirrors in my own car. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I'm not that into my looks to wear it, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just a little biff. That is a funny little biff. Um, yeah. I I can't think of my other thing that doesn't matter. I'll think of it later. But uh, I hate that feeling, though. It's like, yeah, I had a good example in my head, ready to go. Uh, let's do... Um, sorry, I'm pulling up your little, your little thing. Here you are. Let's do the voice memos later and okay. do the craziest thing I saw... This week now, since it's okay. ready to go. Let's uh, say the craziest... Wait, new segment Hey! Pam, 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 pam. New segment alert brought to you by our friends at Good Rancher. Nope. Brought, Good Ranchers is great. Brought to you by our friends at Main Street Roasters. I just made a new batch of cold brew. I don't know if you've seen it, because I haven't been you know live streaming it for two hours uh, every day. But Main Street Roasters is the best. They make the best cold brew. They make the best hot brew. They make the best lukewarm brew. Medium brew. If you are a lukewarm coffee drinker... Main Street Roasters is the best kind of coffee you could have. Um, go check them out. They're on MainStreetRoasters.com. I don't know how much more I can say besides just it's great coffee at a great price. What else do you want? What else do you want us to say? You have to try it out for yourself and just know it's amazing. I know a lot of you guys drink coffee. I know a lot of you could be supporting Main Street Roasters. Yes. Consider it this week. Consider it. I know a lot of you don't drink coffee, but I know a lot of you know someone who does. Yeah. Consider supporting Main Street Roasters this week. People were watching the live stream and they were just like, oh, I bet that smells so good. And I'm like, <laughs> it does. I think smelling coffee is just a habit that you should have in your day. Every single day, smell some beans from coffee and it will make you feel better to start your day. Do they make coffee candles? They I, being just they, like... MainStreetRoaster.com, let's check it out. I mean, you guys go to their website and see for yourself. Somebody should. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just smells so good. So uh, tastes so good. Mainstreetroasters.com, GRKC for 10% off. Please support them as they support us. They're so consistent. We love them. Love them. <clears throat> All right. So, yeah, this segment is called Craziest Thing I Saw This Week. Just things you saw online at some point, whether on purpose or not. Yeah. Um, I think my first one is going to be a video that actually got texted to me from our, our good friend Celia from last year's Ghostwriters Getaway. Okay. She texted me and Rachel something in a little group text. Time when I believe it's the first text I sent you. Sounds good. Um, yeah, if you want to play that one. Yeah. Alrighty. People believe this man is actually Elvis Presley. Many people believe Elvis Presley faked his own death for protection against the mafia, and there was no evidence until the rumors came about. A man named Bob Joyce, who's a pastor living in a small town in Arkansas. Oh, wow. Many people believe this is Elvis Presley. There have supposedly been sights of Bob Joyce at Elvis's house Graceland on Christmas, and this isn't even the scariest part. Okay. Bob Joyce was said to have attended Elvis Presley's daughter's funeral. There's many of other signs that Bob Joyce could be Elvis Presley living out his older days without the fame, including the fact that no man has ever come close to singing like Elvis Presley except Bob Joyce. <laughs> Bob Joyce is a very religious man who owns a church. It was told Elvis Presley had gotten very religious towards the end of his life and wanted to find himself. Many believe we will see Bob Presley reveal the truth very soon and open up about things. Is there even a chance it's him? 
<laughs> kind of a funny made video. Bob Joyce. Creepy music. Um, so yeah, thoughts before I share mine? Well, first of all, love the idea of anybody being alive that's dead. I just love that idea. I love the idea. Well, that was going to be weird. I'm going to start with somebody else besides it. I love the idea of Tupac being alive. I love the idea of Elvis being alive. I don't love the idea of, I don't. Jesus. I'm not a fan of Hitler. But I think it's it'd be crazy if Hitler is alive right now. We had no idea. <laughs> That's pretty. It would be fun. Like, just, have you heard about what's man? It, I just wish he was alive. No, yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> no, yeah. whatever. But like, where is it? Brazil or whatever? That like, there's this huge German colony. You I heard don't about know. that? I know Germany has a ton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Is there's somewhere, in somewhere in South America where there's a huge German population that just happened like huh. right in the 1940s when Germany was losing the war. Anyway. I we've talked about Elvis's cameo in Home Alone back in the yeah. day, uh, so I think I, I it, it'd be crazy though for him to be so in the open and for people not to be like, "Hey Bob, you're you're Elvis, right?" <laughs> <laughs> you you sang an Elvis song at church. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not you're kind of blowing your cover. Yeah, he's kind of like making it too easy. <laughs> um, I will say that did uh, move the needle a little bit for me once I heard him sing. Really? Oh, Bob could sing a little bit. Mr. Joyce. Mr. Uh, Joyce. But pretty much every comment on this video is just like, yeah, the math doesn't add up. Well, that's what I was I was thinking. I was imagining Elvis would be way older right now. Yeah, and he would. He would be like 20 years older than Bob Joyce is. Okay. So uh, probably not him, but... Probably. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Elvis was born in 1935. Bob Joyce was born in 1952. Elvis would be almost 90 now. Bob's yeah. looking all right. Bob, yeah, Bob would be a nice looking ninety year old. Classic. Someone, someone just said, not to mention he looks nothing like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy's hair is white. Elvis's was black. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I love this classic TikTok just comment. Uh, if it is Elvis, could we just leave him alone and let him live his life in peace? <laughs> Gosh, I'm willing to give you it's Elvis, but just be cool about it. Or the comment that just says, "No way, DNA him." <laughs> Oh, I, thank you for that comment. I'm going to now take a DNA test of Bob Joyce. I make TikToks online. I will <laughs> snag a little bit of Bob's hair. I will go get Elvis's DNA, and I will compare them in a machine I have. All right, millennial question um, about TikToks like this. Is that an automated voice that you can just do for anybody? Yes. Okay. I think so I've so. seen ones that with that. Travis Kelsey now has a house in this beautiful in suburb of Kansas City. Could it be possible that the paparazzi... Is yeah. finding him here too. And by the way, Bob Joyce also lives in his pool house. <laughs> That's fun, Timon. All right, well. Uh, <laughs> That's my first one. Craziest thing I've seen this week. Let's see what I got, Timon. Have you seen this yet? Oh, yeah. Yep. My husband and I have removed the bottoms of all of our shoes. We decided to start walking barefoot and one of our followers had a great idea. Since some businesses don't want us being completely barefoot, if we cut off the bottom of our shoes, it'll allow us to be barefoot but blend in with everyone else. This is a huge commitment, but we were willing to make it. These are our favorite shoes. Our shoe collection is worth more than $20,000, but this is a sacrifice we're willing to take because walking barefoot means the world to us. The benefits of walking barefoot are priceless, and now our shoes are worth more than money could ever be. So today we got to work and started removing the bottoms. We weren't sure if this was going to be easy or hard, and it ended up being pretty easy. We made little shelves where our toes are and our heels are. We made a little lip on the bottom of the shoe where our toenails will go so they can latch on so we'll actually be able to hold on to the shoe while trying to walk without the bottom. And we did the same thing for our heels. The experience of cutting off the bottoms of our shoes was very freeing and detoxifying, just like walking barefoot is. So after we cut the bottoms off, we decided to try it out. So we 
went to our favorite store, Sephora. And as you know, they don't really like us in here without shoes. I needed to grab know. a few things for a trip we're going on. The experience was absolutely perfect. The workers came up to us. They talked to us. They even complimented our shoes. I definitely recommend this if you're trying to go incognito barefoot. It's the perfect way to get all the benefits oh. of going barefoot, but also have no one know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we looked at this on Correct Opinions. and I, oh, did you really? I don't remember... <clears throat> If we found out this is real or satire or not, but it does seem like at first I wanted to question like you have a shoe collection worth 20 grand and this is how you live your life. But at the same time, it's definitely a rich person thing to do. Like, yeah. hey, we're so wealthy. Let's live like poor people. <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah. Let's live like we don't have fully formed shoes and use our overgrown gross toenails to hang on. I would. I, yeah, I would. I would just think, what if? Hey, what if we what if we decide we don't actually want to do this? Like, let's just let's just get some new shoes from Target. Can't really cut some cut some uh, cut the soles out of those things. You know, yeah. like twenty dollar Payless. Get some shacks. Uh, going, <laughs> you know, some Starburys. I don't know. It's just it. I saw this and I was like, that. It, I don't think it is satire, but I think I don't it's, think it is either. Looking at the so. comments, it looks yeah. more legit, which is wild because it seems like she was even saying things that would like provoke. I don't know. It seemed like she was trying to make it satire. I mean, like, yeah, our shoe collections were 20 grand, but now that we've cut the bottoms off, they're worth more than ever. They're priceless. Like, that's a dumb thing to say. You, like, want people to roast you for that. Just, oh. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it more, just sell your shoes then and and get, like, one or ni two nice pairs that you cut off the holes from or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. My question is, <laughs> the benefits of being barefoot, I think there are benefits, like, yeah, 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 of being sure. barefoot, but, like, are they beneficial in, like, Gross public floors? Sephora, yes. Sephora, it's very right. beneficial. Yeah, they all know they don't like you to go barefooted. So. <laughs> they were like, yeah, they were like, it's it's detoxifying, and they're like walking on a sidewalk. Like, I don't think <laughs> I don't think grounding is all about like being on you know concrete. I, Sephora. I, I think it's so much more normal to be barefoot in the grass, which is where you don't have to hide it anyway. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't just like. And so then we went to Central Park, where as you know, they hate it when we're barefoot. It's like, no, no, no. They're totally okay with that. I love this comment. Sending thoughts and Lego pieces. You pray your hands emoji. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't notice the first time uh, I watched it, but did you see like you could, at, at one shot of them in Sephora, you could totally see their foot just like jutting out of the shoe. Yeah, toenails yeah. let go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the toenails were not clawed in there enough. And I noticed too, it sounded like he said like, so what we do is we, we let our toenails kind of overhang to help grip. And then we do the same thing with our heels as well. They keep a few toenails in their heels or, you know, oh. they just like their heels aren't totally touching the ground. It just seems like just so much work. Just silly. Just we're Yeah, we're trying too hard at this point. We're trying too hard. Yeah, it's it's a microcosm of something. I'm not sure what exactly. I think it's a microcosm of Los Angeles, but they make shoes that, called zero shoes that are like supposed to be like walking barefoot. Mm. You could just buy those shoes because you're if you're not in the grass, it's not like you're grounding in Sephora's, you know, tile, linoleum tile floors. I'm curious. Yeah, it's so funny. As you know from my, our last video, Sephora does not like us barefoot in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Don't be barefoot in Sephora, you animal. Also, isn't Sephora like makeup and like mm -hmm. stuff like that? I don't know. They're trying to be all natural, but they're also like, let's go to Sephora and spend $500 on stuff that's not as natural. Yeah. I don't know. Strange folks. So craziest thing. That's a good one. Uh, this next one from me, Timon. We don't have to watch the whole thing, but have you seen this, Brad? No. Uh, yes and no. I've I've seen it and I didn't watch it. <laughs> <That makes sense>. <laughs> <laughs> Chose not to watch it. Actually, I'm going to force you to watch it. Uh, you could play it, Timon, right, if you want. This is just a elementary school. Yeah. 
Got a bunch of cereal boxes lined up. Smack that thing. Yeah, she did. Um, just the kids' laughter and joy is amazing. Every time they see cereal getting knocked over, they're so happy. Dude, does it go on for three minutes? So yeah, now you can start skipping ahead. I didn't know you would know it would last three minutes because that, that was the thing for me. It's like I just kept watching and watching. And it just keeps watching. going. Oh my goodness. And oh, then it gets yeah. to the auditorium. Yeah. To the multi-purpose room. <laughs> Camera guy didn't do a great of a job here, but... Just choose one, buddy. <laughs> one to focus on. Just get <laughs> to the corner cow. of the room. Can you imagine... Oh... That is that is electric. Oh, they got the mascot. I had never seen this before, but is it a thing? When I went to Google to find this video, um, I think it's oh wow, it is still going. I think it's supposed to be a pretty common thing in elementary schools to do like cereal box drives and try to like beat the world record. But yeah, I'd never seen it. I thought it was awesome. I told Rachel, I was like, if you get hired at elementary school, you gotta do this first day. You gotta <laughs> I can't imagine make an the tension in in an elementary school of trying to set up, let's call it a thousand boxes of cereal yeah, and not have so any little kid accidentally knock one over. Cause they're right next to it all down the halls. Kids yes. are right next to it. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm almost like, I bet those teachers were so relieved when that was over. <laughs> We've been the most stressful week of our lives. Dude, look at how, I mean, so many boxes. That was so cool. Also, is there anything better in this world than cereal? It just, it looks good. It tastes better. It's unbelievable. It's so good. <laughs> it's so bad for you, but my goodness, is it just. Sugar. I'm so glad that I grew up in the age of cereal. I don't, I don't know if people are eating cereal like they used to. You're right. But let me tell you, I consumed my fair share. Let's all eat some cereal after this. <laughs> that sounds great, Timon. <laughs> oh, it does sound great. Ghost Stories Getaway. We got to find our new Kaylee Thompson, someone yeah. else who's never had cereal Rindle? before. Rindle R Weaver? Rando. Just lie to us and say you've never had cereal <laughs> so we can have an excuse to have Cinnamon Toast Crunch every day. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, that was my second thing. Okay. What's the crazy thing you saw this week? Uh, I got one more time. It's, I mean, you've seen it, Jake. Ever, probably a lot of people. The Chiefs who rule. Nope. Oh. Let's do it though. Here we go. This is, go ahead and watch. Let him watch. Recovered by Gabby Marshall. Here Great comes video. Clark. How will she go for history? Bang. The sound. Just. So this is Caitlin Clark, uh, Iowa women's basketball player, breaking the scoring record with a 40 basketball. footer. From the logo. I mean, just... The game was six to five. It yeah. just started. She just pulls up from the logo. So cool. And if she would have missed it, it would have been a big old bummer. So it's a big old... It's a big chance for her to shoot that shot. And she just... Ice water in her veins. The most electric athlete besides Patrick Mahomes in the last couple of years, I think. And she's a Chiefs fan. So that makes sense. Yes, she is. Uh, yeah. Caleb Clark is awesome. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I was reading somewhere she could stay another year because of COVID. She has her COVID year. So she could stay a fifth year and just shatter every record and probably make more money with NIL deals doing that than maybe in the WNBA. Wow. But maybe it would tarnish her legacy a little bit if she just shatters the records. Like, well, she played five years. Yeah. I could see that, but she's amazing. What The COVID rule thing, is that just going to be going on forever? It just feels like that should be done by now. Well, I think if you played a year with, in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it, how it works. It just like, sometimes it feels like guys play for like six years sometimes now. Yeah. I mean, 
I, I wonder when the earliest you could, like if you get to college in 2018, red shirt, 2019, medical red shirt, 2020, COVID. Yeah. Yeah, you can still be playing now. Like Mitch Lightfoot for KU played for so many years, it felt like. It was just yeah, like, he wasn't he's got another while. year, I guess. It's just, it's, <laughs> uh, no one's going to Grad school. It. Yeah. Just keep going, Mitch. So anyway. Yeah, crazy. I mean, whatever she wants to do, she's the best. She's amazing. Just it was it was awesome. It was a great moment. She broke the record almost immediately in the game. Just drain it. I mean, it looked like I mean, I'm not gonna say I was motivated by her in my performance last night, but <laughs> pretty, pretty close. Yeah, cornerstone. Let's just say they got a butterball sharpshooter. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Let's get her on the pod. It, it would be. Um, fun. Do you know that she? Uh, do you know who has the non-NCAA record for points scored? Uh, somebody from your high school? Your no. coach? Uh, it's a girl from KU. Oh, so before oh, KU was in the NCAA, uh, a woman scored more points than Kelsey Plum, more than Caitlin Clark. Okay. But it wasn't exactly the NCAA. So she still has a record. Steve Coop was telling me all this. When did the, so the NCAA hasn't been around that long? Is that? Uh, what, is I don't that know about saying? that. I, it was before KU was a part of it. Interesting. Yeah, she was like... for. Maybe still. Like, she's the only women's number retired at KU. Lynette no Wood. way. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's like all these blue numbers, and then there's one red number for, for her. Do they wear red jerseys very often? I think they should. They don't wear them very often. Um, they, can, they they brought them back last year, I think, once. It was like an alternate. Um, back in, you remember J.R. Giddens back in the day? Yeah. They lure him a lot his season. Really? J.R. Giddens, David Padgett. That was like the first year I think Bill Self was at KU, and then from there he hasn't really... They haven't worn them very much. It reminds me, I was just going to look it up now. The 76ers used to have some amazing alternate jerseys back in the day. They would have blue ones. They would have red ones. Pretty sure there was like a gold one. We like talk, Allen we Iverson. Like AI 76ers? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Derek Coleman 76ers. Um, like Allen Iverson. They had red? Oh, yeah. Were they had they like red shiny? and blue. Now let me look it up. Show you. Just like a nice, just base red. Oh, cool. Well, I remember those ones uh, down the like the Dr. J yeah. Sixers. I actually had a Dr. J jersey of that back in the day, like that Sixers jersey. I love, I just watched the Office episode recently where, you know, they think Daryl's faking it. Dwight's like, he's faking it. And he, he's like, he had a doctor's note. Remove Dr. J. <laughs> That's so good. That's so funny. Yeah, that is good. Um, anyway, Caitlin Clark, good video choice. Yeah, thanks. Sorry, now I'm thinking about those jerseys. I like, love alternate jerseys. When the Bulls would wear black, I thought that was so cool. When Jordan was the playing. striped black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. 90s Bulls black jerseys were so cool. You're not beating Jordan in the striped black. No, yeah. <laughs> Holy cow, dude. Yeah. Those were awesome. Uh, we watched a Parks and Rec episode the other day where they referenced the Michael Jordan flu game. Yeah. And I asked Catherine, I was like, do you know what that is? And she's like, no. So we had to watch Last Dance of that episode. <laughs> she was pretty mesmerized by it. No that. one else ate the pizza. I ate the whole thing. I ate the whole pizza. <laughs> the way he says it, I ate the pizza. No one else touched the pizza. I ate the whole pizza. I ate the whole pizza. <laughs> uh, the third craziest thing I saw this week, had a lot of time at home. Uh, I'm not going to show you the video, uh, but have you seen the compilations? I didn't know about this. I don't watch really the NBA or the NBA on TNT. I know yep. it's a great show. I see clips from time to time. Yeah. But do you know about Charles Barkley and the vendetta he has against women from San Antonio? No. I didn't know about this either. I feel like I see, you know, I'm in the news. I see clips. Uh -oh. I didn't know about this. So very consistently over the years, Charles Barkley has been very adamant on the air. These aren't like hot mic. You know, they, oh, they caught him. <laughs> He's on the air just talking about like, man, good luck with them ladies in San Antonio. <laughs> 
so someone posted uh, a compilation of it. The compilation is 15 minutes long. What? Of him just over the years just bashing women in San Antonio. It's so funny. What is his beef? Like, what kind of thing? He says there's big old girls okay, in San just Antonio. Like, just like not, yeah, he doesn't find them attractive. You don't want to spend too much time. And so I guess words started to get around. And so, uh, you know, he's covering some Spurs game a few years back. And they cut to, like, all these women who got, like, courtside seats or whatever. And it's, like, all these, like, models, basically. And they all made T-shirts that said Chuck was wrong. <laughs> and so, like, Chuck, we want to cut to something. It looks like they surprised him with it. What do you have to say about this? And it's like all these women going nuts. And he's like, they flew them in from Dallas. They flew them in from Dallas. They ain't from San Antonio. It's so, I couldn't believe it was 15 minutes long. And it's basically just the same joke over and over again. But it's so funny. Yeah. It's it's so fun. I just can't believe he's getting away with it. <laughs> just everyone's. He's just leaning into it, though. He's like, uh, yeah, it's San Antonio. I'm not going to back down from San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like they're. That show has been going on, whatever, inside the NBA for so long. Mm-hmm. It was kind of before Twitter and yeah. Facebook, like, was really at least popular for showing clips and stuff. And so, yeah, I think uh, there's been some hilarious clips that I've seen recently, too, where it's like, they've been doing this for so long, and I didn't realize how funny mm-hmm. they've been forever. Uh, dude, yeah. I don't I don't watch that every night because I, I just don't. I don't watch yeah. the NBA very often. But, man, when I see those highlights of Shaq, I mean – the fact that Shaq and Charles Barkley are these Hall of Fame all-time players and still yet like do this job is just yeah that's just golden talk about golden age like <laughs> like we're gonna look back and be like that was so fun like to have them both there and so genuinely entertaining so good because it could be fun like we've talked about like Travis and Jason Kelsey's podcast there are some clips that have made me laugh and everything but I would say they have the entertainment value of like. Charles Barkley is legitimately funny. Like Peyton Manning, legitimately funny. Yeah. Which is impressive when you could be a top-tier athlete and funny. And so funny. And just like the way they, I mean, because Charles Barkley is genuinely, every once in a while, just like ditzy or aloof or like says <laughs> yeah. something. Like I remember, this is a random one, but he couldn't say Valentunis. Jonas, Jonas Valentunis. <laughs> He's like, Jonas Valcino Wausas. I think he was an all-star that year or whatever. And he's like, yeah, Jonas Valcino Wausas. <laughs> And they're just making, they just lead into it. They're just making fun of him or whatever. Ernie. Man, we should just watch some episode. We should just find a compilation of the best of inside the <laughs> NBA and just react to it. It's so it's good. It's so good. I read they've won, like, I don't know what the award is. it Emmy? I think they've won like 15 Emmys for really? that show. Yeah. They're just dominant. They're the best at it. So, I mean, NFL, the NFL pregame shows always try and it's like, it's fine banter, but it's just not the same. They always have too many old people, but not, but these days they're, they're getting the young guys. That's true. Uh, Julian like Edelman, they got Ryan Fitzpatrick, Randy Mott, whatever, yeah. all these guys. It's Richard Sherman, Nate Burleson. Yeah, some of them I like. But not the, yeah, not the same personalities, though. Not like a... Yeah. Because most of the time, if you have a personality like that, you are a little... You can't really be tamed down. Like, Marshawn Lynch would be a liability. Entertaining, yeah. yes. Gosh. But definitely a, a liability. Now I just want to watch some clips of that. <laughs> um, That's funny. So, yeah. All right. We won't listen to it. But. It's been the craziest things we've seen this week. Craziest things we've seen this week. Fun new uh, segment. Um, how long have we been going, Tyman? Uh, hour 22. Not bad. What do you think? Voice memo or two? Yeah, there's actually a voice memo that I just saw come through that I haven't listened to yet, but I think you'll know which one, uh, that we should play. Okay. They just came through today? In the last couple days. I haven't listened to it yet. There's one, if you see the title, I think you're going to Oh, it's because of the title. Okay, okay. Because there's one that came in, like, since we've been recording. Okay. I'll play it. 
up, Jake and Brad? This is Mark Becker on Colorado. Um, you guys had a worship fail on your last Monday episode, and I wanted to send in my own. Uh, back in college, uh, I was leading at a pretty big church for one Sunday. I was super excited. It's like a thousand people. And uh, me and the band were playing Your Love Awakens Me. And the second verse, there's two lines. It says, feel the darkness shaking first, and then hear the song awaken. <clears throat> well, I started to sing in the second part of the verse, feel the darkness shaking again. But I realized, wait, this is the hear the song awaken line. So I cut myself off in the middle and I kind of merged the two, and then I ended up singing, uh, instead of hear the song awaken, I sing, feel the dong awaken. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, they asked us back the next year, so I was sweating the whole time. Oh, I was wondering, awesome. I was like, what's the mishap here? Like, yeah. How did you Cause it says up? It says, worship fail. I basically sang on stage. <laughs> And that's not what it, I was like. How is how is he going to get Pierre? Feel the dong awaken. Feel the dong. <laughs> that's awesome. There's an inside joke with some of my friends uh, back in the day from face or from uh, Canacook. We were, we had like a Facebook group for the staff. You remember that? Like back yeah, in the yeah. day. And uh, for whatever reason, the nurses got invited to the. You know, like they have volunteer nurses, like <laughs> adult women that come um, every year. And so the nurses were in the Facebook group. And one of them commented one time, like a link to like one of her daughters had like a submission for a song that she was promoting, like a contest, like vote for my daughter. And she just wrote, please vote for my daughter's dong. <laughs> and as you can imagine, it, and she posted it during Uncle Week. So we're all just like having fun on our phones together. It's just guys are out. And we just, I mean, we commented back like, can't wait. Hope your daughter's dong has, you know. <laughs> Uh, just voted great dong, like all these different things. Hey, we got all the uncles together. Just prayed for your daughter's dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uncles, yeah, the uncles will all be uh, voting regularly for the dong. So, yeah, whatever he said, dog. That's amazing too. That's a funny word. I've never heard uh, the song Cornerstone the same. Have you heard about that? Um, I dare not trust the sweetest frame. I just think of our school, Cornerstone, Seastone, Seastone. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy <laughs> trust in Jesus' name. Somebody pointed that out to me one time. I was like, I'm not ever leading that song. Again. <laughs> I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy trust in <laughs> Jesus' name. It's like, <laughs> you're welcome, guys. You're going to be out there on Sunday. You're going to be laughing while other people are just, you know, connecting with the Lord. And you're, but holy <laughs> but holy trust in Jesus' name. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. So you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, right. Thanks, Mark, for that. That was a great voice memo. That was great. Keep them coming. Let's do. Let's do one more. Okay. Let's do the one that uh, somebody just sent in. Okay, and then we'll get on with it. Hi, Jane, Brad. Okay, this is the last time I'm going to record this. Um, I want to know any um, youth group or camp stories that you guys have specifically about like games or like gross things. Um, when I was in high school, our youth pastor gave us this one game where he had a frozen rope that he was heating in a cooler and um, he had to string it through one arm of our shirt and then the other arm of our shirt. So, which is oh. already weird because we were like all lined up and had this one rope through all of our shirts. 
um, and we had to pull it through as fast as we could. Oh. But what we didn't know was on the frozen. end of this rope, there was a frozen fish. Oh. Um, and so you had to pull this fish through your shirt and I... through everyone's shirt. But by the time it like got to you, it was not frozen and had people sweat and like gross things on it. Ew. And it was just disgusting. Ew. Yeah. Uh, my youth pastor was a fan of dead fish or animals and um, blindfolding us. Sweet. Where did they, they had to put the fish through their shirt? Yeah, like through the arms, like the front of your shirt. That's gross and weird and I don't know. Nothing. And like as a high schooler, are you kind of like weirdly kind of attracted to a girl like moving her shirt around, putting something inside of it? E like you're like, dang, that fish is touched. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that is all around weird. I, I, I got to touch the same fish that touched <laughs> Jessica's sports bra. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done a single game that involved anything on the inside of a shirt. That just seems like a red flag. That's weird. No um, positives whatsoever. In it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that's so weird. And frozen rope. That just seems like that's gonna be freezing cold. That's gonna hurt. A frozen rope. Ow! <laughs> don't yank it through my shirt. Ah! Uh, get burned. Just altogether a bummer of a time. But people ask me decently often. I bet I bet they do for you too. Like, hey, what's a good youth group game? Somebody asked me on my Instagram live. One of them that I did yesterday. I did four. Um, <laughs> and I always just keep it simple. I'm like, I think it's more fun to like have a fun game that people are into that then can hopefully turn into funny things rather than like make the game this ridiculously hilarious thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, like a Pictionary game or like a whatever, act it out game. Reverse Man, charades. it's hilarious the way they acted that out. Yeah, yeah. Like that person that's so quiet all of a sudden did the funniest version of an Adobe house in Santa Fe, New Mexico. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um, yeah, no, that's a good word. I would agree. Especially with like high schoolers. Yeah. You could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. I, there's all sorts of fun stuff. I mean, I remember Catherine and Peter, when I started first working with them, uh, they went out to the Chinese market, got a, got an octopus. And then instead of playing ultimate Frisbee, we played ultimate squid bee. That's yeah. a classic. Yeah. The very first, like, K-Life club that Catherine was a part of her first week, she was tasked with going downtown to this Chinese market <laughs> by herself. It's just the most Thomas thing ever. Like, yeah, go get this You're octopus. octopus. Thanks. Play an ultimate octopus. And she's like, I can't believe this is my first real like big kid job. And here I am just by myself getting octopus. Um, if you like gross games, uh, we did this once with like middle schoolers, I think. Like you have this like see-through like tubing you know, that's like, it's bendable and you kind of have it in like an archway. You crack an egg, mm -hmm. put the yolk in the middle and then two kids on each side put their mouths around it. You say one, two, three, blow. And then whoever has the strongest breath doesn't get egg yolk in their face. The other one does. Yeah, what's the strategy there? Do you do you just, do you go like- You, you blow se slightly second, I think, because they'll wear out quicker than you. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, like have it for longevity over power. Yep. Like just just go thirty percent and just keep it right here, right here, right here, right here. And then the minute, the second that person <laughs> takes another breath, they inhale both breath and yolk <laughs> right away. I'd play that against somebody if somebody wants to go. And you say you got the strategy down. Mm -hmm. I or I just overpower. Them. Just right off the bat. Three, two, one. <laughs> I think I do have a pretty good amount of lungs, like lung breath, lung breath there. You could do it. That'd be pretty, I, yeah, I'd have fun with that. 
a classic one where you know you're going to get to laugh at someone is just tell them you're going to do a dance, a blindfold dance contest. Mm. You know, call it dance like no one's watching or something. And then just have everyone else in on it. They all take their blindfolds off. And then you're all just watching one person dance by themselves. <laughs> oh, okay. We got a pretty even competition here. Okay, Claire, let's see what you got. Yeah. And she's up there dancing by herself. Yeah, we need to get a little more if somebody's going to Come gonna on. Win. Who's it going to be? It's neck and neck. Come no on. One's, no one's really deciphering them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making themselves out of the pack here. Come on. Let's see it. Um, that's fun. Do it to someone who's confident, though. Don't want to just embarrass somebody. Well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Thanks for those. We'll do more voice memos on Wednesday. Uh, but for now, let's do our review of the week. Brad, review do you have of one? The week. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, this is from Cold Leftover Eater with two thumbs up on both sides. Oldie but a goodie. Five star review. I'm going through the beginning of the episodes as a newer listener. My name's Timon. Um, no, I just listened to episode 37 where you talk with a friend about eating leftovers. And I've had this conversation with this topic before. It was quite long, but I have come to the conclusion that yes, I do eat cold leftover leftovers. And your friend was right. It does have a different molecular form when it's cold and Chinese food is so much better when it's cold. I like leftovers. I like cold leftovers so much. They're so passionate about this. My mom was making gumbo for me and I had her set aside a portion to put in a dish <laughs> to keep it in the fridge so that when it had later... So I had it later. When I had it later. Gosh, so when I had it later, it was cold, while everyone else had it hot. <laughs> Weirdo, <laughs> but love it. Just so passionate about it. It's fun that now forever, their Apple ID username is cold leftover eater. <laughs> They're going to try to change it. Can't do it. You're 20 done. years from now, like, gosh, that one podcast, they made me <laughs> name it this. Uh, mine, the title is uh, called, I think I'm the girl version of Timon. Whoa. She says, I started with John Christ, found Trey through him, then I found Jake, then I found Do Less God Bless, and through that oh, I got oh. suggested Ghost Runners. Nice. I've been listening for almost two years and just absolutely love it. I have a little sister who's three years old, so I can relate to Brad with the story of Hattie, Bo, and Rosie, and I love hearing Jake and Rachel's story. It gives me a glimpse into the future of what it'll be like when I get married. And then Timon, dot, dot, dot. I'm a 17-year-old. I live on a farm. I'm a sheltered Christian. I have a big family. And I'm a theater kid who loves music. Couldn't relate more. Love the pod. Wow. Her username is like 25 numbers. So you should hit her up. 25 numbers. We'll do. Pick out seven of them and go for it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find an area code sure in there. Sure, numbers in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. Um, Brad, Timon, would you like to end the episode with Jingle? <laughs> Brad sent me this jingle. Uh, do you want to choose a song for me to sing the, like, the tune to? Oh. Oh. That could yeah. be fun. My computer's. Uh, Plugged in digitally, so it's oh, like it's a super short like? jingle, but I mean, we could try. <laughs> so it, it could be to any song, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, any song that's too vague or too broad. Let's go. I already typed one in. Great. Does it work for this? I literally got it from ChatGPT. Here, here, time it. Keep going. All right. I got some more lyrics from this thing real quick. Okay, cool. Ghost Runners podcast. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. This is still this is still the intro. I've never actually listened to this song, I don't think. It sounds like you know the melody, though. Not yet, Tyman. It's a very long intro. Ah. Uh. Ready? All right. Take another melody. 
Let's take it in stride. Let's hey. go. <laughs> in the realm where whispers dance, ghost runners lead the trance. Podcast echoes tales untold, fold up adventures, call and brave and bold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost runners, spirits fly, fly, fly. <laughs> you guys Wow. You nailed it. Dude. That worked out perfect. For just being given a song and you have to <laughs> sing those words not written to that song. I thought that was awesome, dude. Ghost Runner Spirit Fly is pretty nice compared to uh, Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. That's perfect. Good teamwork there, everybody. Nice. Thanks, ChatGPT. <laughs> that was awesome. Good singing. Uh, cool. Anything else on your guys' minds to close with? I'm pumped about Rindle Weaver. I'll be pumped if you guys come to uh, Ghost Runner's Getaway. That's... It's so fun. We're, we're, we're filling up the spots, and we want you to be there. So we have a few more. So come on. Come on out. Come on down. Water's warm. Water's warm. Oh, man. I'm so pumped. I was talking to Jensen the other day, mm. and he goes every single Monday to play sand volleyball. Yeah. It's like his thing he does on his day off. And I'm excited for sand volleyball and Gulf Shores. I'm just excited to hang out with people. Yeah. Right there on the beach. Jens. It's going to be awesome. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in Alabama or Wednesday. Love you guys. Dip. Ghost Runners Podcast. Everybody.